Hi, my name is Ryan Hill, and today I'm going to be talking about Facebook and the ethical issues and things surrounding Facebook. So, one of the first things I want to talk about is what exactly is Facebook. So, Facebook is a social media network that was founded in 2004, and it is based in Menlo Park, California. It was founded by a man named Mark Zuckerberg when he was in Harvard College with fellow students Eduardo Saverin, Andrew McCollin, Dustin Mostiv, and Chris Hughes. Today it is considered one of the four biggest companies, like tech companies in the world, alongside Google, Apple, and Amazon. Now, when it was initially created, it was really only made for people that were students at Harvard, but eventually the founders realized that they could expand to the more global market and try to get more people on it. So today there are over 2 billion something uh, people registered on Facebook. And ever since the it being founded in 2008, it has been rapid growth from people all around the world. In fact, the main biggest numbers come from the United States, Indonesia, Brazil, and Mexico. And also, for example, there is 947 million people registered on Facebook from the Asian Pacific. Now, today we're going to be talking about the problems that Facebook has faced and the controversies that they have and the corporate responsibility that the company kind of fails to achieve and how they try to achieve it, but in the end, they greatly fail. So I want to highlight some controversies and criticisms about the company itself. So first would be their privacy and their terms and services on the data of the people, because as we know, Facebook has a large population of people and it's a social media network in which people put their own personal information and a lot of personal data out into the internet for everyone to see. Now, Facebook has like a steady stream of controversies and about how it protects the data of the user. So they're constantly adjusting the privacy policies set in the program itself and in 2010 the United States NSA or the National State Agency began taking publicity posts profile information from the Facebook and kind of like using it to profile people and there has been many cases of Facebook kind of giving information to companies and selling it to companies even though that's technically legal, even though they said that they wouldn't be. Other issues stem from the security of Facebook and your information. Um, the company constantly lies about what they're doing with their information. As well, there are many problems with the company itself and how it's ran. There's also many ethical issues and human rights violations that the company is constantly dealing with and such. And there, that is what we're going to be talking today.
All right. Now I'm going to be talking about the stances that Facebook takes in order to achieve their corporate social responsibility, or as I like to call it, their lack of social responsibility. Now there are four main categories that a company can go into in order to like reach this responsibility. And I'm going to go through each and every one and tell you which one it is. So the first one would be the proactive stance. Now, proactive, to be proactive means to create or control the situation by causing something to happen rather than responding to it after it happens. So basically, it means that Facebook would be able to take steps beforehand in order to satisfy the people. Now, this is blatantly not Facebook at all because there has been no signs of Facebook actually doing anything in for the people. For example, in all of the scandals that have happened, they only make an action after they've been found out by the public, which I'll go over later. For example, the, uh, the Cambridge An Analytica scandal that happened just recently in 2018. Facebook didn't really acknowledge it happened until after it happened, so they can't be proactive. The next one would be accommodative. So the definition of accommodative would be to willing to fit in with someone's wishes or needs. So that would mean that Facebook would have to like come accommodate for what they were doing in order to satisfy the people. And as I already said before, they don't really do that because they don't really accommodate anything. For example, the privacy problems, they kind of just deny that they happen at all. Now, the third one would be obstructionalist. Now, it's kind of hard to argue. Facebook could be an obstructionist because it is the practice of deliberately delaying or preventing a process of change. And one could argue that they are constantly preventing the change of like privacy and like selling the information to people. But at the same time, there are many cases in which they're not really delaying it. They're kind of just ignoring the problem at all, in which, in my opinion, I believe that they're not really obstructionists, which is why I believe that they're actually taking a defensive stance. Now, the defensive stance kind of definition is to very anxiously to challenge or avoid criticism. So it's kind of wrong to say that they kind of avoid criticism, but they kind of avoid the problem. They kind of avoid the criticism and the problems until they have to face it. So see, Facebook is in a constant fight with society and they have many ethical issues as I've stated before. And they're constantly under fire from the general public, rather that's for the privacy issues, the ethical issues and such. And there have been many cases in which they refused to admit the wrongdoing, even when they were proved that they were lying. For example, and there was a case when Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg released a like 3,000 word blog post about how he is not gonna build data centers in countries with poor human rights because he believed that that would be a neglection to the human rights. And it was kind of found like a few months later that 
Facebook built these data centers to keep track of people in Singapore, which is one of the countries that is kind of acknowledged to have uh, like low human rights. So the fact of doing this, he kind of like contradicted himself. And when asked about it, he kind of just denied it and gave some like terrible reasoning about how it was to serve everyone and protect the people or whatnot and to kind of connect the globe and whatnot. Now, not only that is the fact of how they kind of use their words in order to try to please the general public. Now, earlier last year, the end of last year, 2018, Facebook was in a very controversial place or a scandal called the Cambridge Analytical uh, scandal. And on it was basically when on March 16th, Facebook suspended a company, a political company, by the name of uh, Cambridge Analytica from its platforms because people found out that the company was using information from Facebook to build profiles, like psychographic profiles to create like profiles so they could target them for voting. And it was kind of a very controversial thing because it showed that Facebook was kind of giving them the information and it said that this violated many of the consent orders from Facebook and the, what the company had to do. Now, because of this and many other reasons, Mark Zuckerberg was kind of put in testimony for Congress for his acts and like as the founder of Facebook and whatnot. And there were many cases in which he kind of twisted his words I refuse to say anything because he just didn't want to say anything or like when he was questioned about something, he'd kind of twist his words and whatnot. For example, when asked that if Facebook was selling their information, he kind of said that he couldn't answer on the topic or whatnot. But when he asked that if Facebook was selling information to anyone but Cambridge Analytica, he kind of admitted that they did, which is kind of another thing wrong with it. So it's basically defensive because of how back and forth Facebook is with how they're constantly defending themselves in the general public and people finding out and they're still denying it. So they're always denying it even when proven they're wrong. Now, before I continue bashing on Facebook, I just want to point out that they claim to have some good side to them and that as a company, they still are technically doing things. So a few examples of this would be like for the things that they're trying to do to meet the social responsibility other than the fact that they claim to have many systems in place to protect your information and quotations on that they claim to because there's been multiple cases in which they've proven that they have it. But I have to point out that Facebook is a company that is constantly trying to satisfy their shareholders and the higher, higher like, uppers of their company. 
So they're very money oriented, basically. So they're kind of really greedy, which is hence all the controversy as well. It is a very big company and it's global around the world. Again, like 2 billion people around two to 3 billion people around the world. So they have like very diverse shareholders from around the world and they have to, they try to satisfy them all as well. Mark Zuckerberg himself has claimed the company, like quotations on the claims again, understands the importance of privacy, protecting the data from the people, as well as they state that they try to meet the European Union standard of general data, which means that Facebook is constantly or they claim to constantly be trying to follow the standards of the European Union for like the privacy data. Now as for environmental responsibility, Facebook itself doesn't really have that big of an environmental footprint, like a carbon footprint in the first place, because obviously they're a tech company and they don't really create many products. It's mostly data-based. Although they still try to be, they claim to be eco-friendly as possible. They claim that many of their servers in which in those data centers that are run in the US are run from renewable resources. And they claim to be working with countries from around the world to gain access to green energy. But there's something to be said about the statistic. They state that in the US, it's the data centers in the US are from renewable sources. Although we all know that there's many, many data centers around the world that they probably don't do anything for. So this is kind of like a cover up, you'd say. They're, they're saying, oh, we're doing good things here, but they're kind of ignoring literally every other country. So in my opinion, they're not really doing much for the environment, but they don't really cause much of environmental risk like impact. <sighs> And what is my opinion on the company's overall effectiveness in implementing these responsibilities? It's kind of obvious what I think about this. Uh, they're doing terrible. <laughs> it's not effective at all. And the company, as I said, like my, my defensive opinion, they, they state that they're going to do things and they kind of lie to the public and they kind of show acts that they kind of care to the general public but in the end they're basically just a corrupt business that's really greedy and they all really care about is selling your information and giving your information to others and like censoring and like kind of choosing everything they promise to protect the people but in the end they fail to protect the people and in also that case i believe that the customers are not persuaded at all because come on Literally, I don't think anyone trusts Facebook. The only people that trust Facebook are the people that honestly don't care about privacy protection, in which that case, I think Facebook kind of fails to uphold their corporate social responsibility. And therefore, they're, that's the reason why there's so many problems, because they don't really care. They only care about the money and the profits. Now, try to give one example for how the company meets each area of the social responsibility. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't find much. So this is not going to be any examples about how they meet the social responsibilities. In fact, it's probably going to be how they don't meet them. 
So for diversity, although it can be argued that Facebook has a global market and it has a very diverse kind of population because there's people from all over the globe, the company itself really has nothing to do with that. That's more of them just expanding and just giving it to everyone. So I guess it could be argued that their diversity for like the product itself is kind of equal for everyone, but the company itself faces many diversity issues within its own company. For example, there are many cases of people in Facebook who kind of leave and speak out against the problems occurring in Facebook. One such example would be a ex-employee by the name of Mark Lucy. And when he left, he kind of had a sent a goodbye letter and he stated multiple times in this letter about the racism within Facebook. And one of the lines he actually said was like, Facebook has a black people problem. And he kind of talked about the discrimination within like the company itself and how much like how help like yeah, basically how the people who are of color in Facebook are kind of treated terribly and the leadership is kind of screwed up and everything and you know all of that so in the end i don't really think they made the diversity in the company itself although the product has a really diverse kind of impact in like population if you know what i mean as for community involvement this is probably one of the only positive ones out of the four so the company itself although they don't really do anything with the community Facebook, in the end, is a social media platform. So I guess in itself, the community involvement of allowing people to connect to each other is a quite big feat for Facebook. But that's the main purpose of Facebook. If it didn't really do that, that's kind of a problem. So, you know, Facebook has allowed many groups to kind of like connect over the globe and kind of bring communities together in order to like cause action rather this be you know good or bad because you know some bad communities kind of form such as like you know the anti-vax movement there's a big anti-vax movement on facebook you know like other good kind of community involvements such as environmental things many environmental groups use facebook and all that sort of thing so i guess that's one good thing for facebook now my second one would be employee rights so I guess I already covered employee rights in which, but there's also more than just racism within Facebook. Um, the company itself has kind of been described as a very brutal and the job seems to be really stressful and unfair. And Facebook is constantly described as a cult in many cases for many of the ex-employees. There are also some accounts of, again, racism, sexism even. So the employee rights really aren't there, but I guess they do make a lot. So it's kind of a trade-off or something, you know. Now, finally, we have human rights. And as uh, you've probably heard me talk about countless times in this podcast, Facebook has done so many controversial things in the past that, honestly, I lost track even doing this project but just to name a few of them censoring information being really politically biased selling information using said information to target people 
you know, not keeping up to their promises. They're vi- They're also violating many human rights. Well, not actually human rights, but like technical, like privacy rights of people by sharing the information. So, I mean, Facebook doesn't really care for human rights, I would say. I would kind of argue that. In fact, as I stated before, uh, Zuckerberg kind of promised that Facebook wouldn't really set up operations in countries that uh, didn't have strong human rights. But again, they did it anyways. So I guess in the end, Facebook really is just all about that money. And I think the end goal of Facebook is just to like get everybody on Facebook so they can have data on everybody. It's kind of like a... What it, yes, it's kind of like a society in which everyone is monitored, kind of like in the novel 1984 by George Orwell, where kind of everything is monitored by the government and whatnot. So in the end, I believe that Facebook fails to meet their corporate social social responsibility in many ways that I've lost count of. And I believe as a company, they're mainly driven by profits. So they've also lied to many people and such. So in the end, that is my opinion on Facebook. You don't have to agree, but looking at the facts, I believe that Facebook is a really corrupt company. Thank you.